You're a podcast listener, and this is a podcast ad. Reach great listeners like yourself with podcast advertising from Lips and Ads. Choose from hundreds of top podcasts offering host endorsements, or run a reproduced ad like this one across thousands of shows to reach your target audience with Lips and Ads. Go to lipsandads.com now. That's L I B S Y N ads.com. You're listening to the Husker Online Show, your authority on Nebraska athletics. Now, the most explosive force in music returns to Lincoln, Nebraska. Garth Brooks, August 14, 7 p.m., Memorial Stadium, the only Nebraska date on the stadium tour, on sale Friday, May 21st. And welcome here to this edition of the Husker Online Show. Sean Callahan, Robin Washett, and the very big Garth Brooks fan, Nate Klaus, as uh, we bring you here through the next hour of the show. And uh, big news announced here the day of our show taping on Wednesday. Garth Brooks, the legendary Garth Brooks, will be coming into Memorial Stadium uh, for an August 14th concert. Um, and they're going to sell 90,000 tickets for this thing. I mean, it really kind of came out of nowhere. Um, you had Governor Ricketts kind of, you know, scoop it on Twitter early this morning and he broke the news via Twitter and then um, you know people at Nebraska have worked on this thing behind the scenes I think Garrett Classy has been a huge part of getting this thing set but um, talk about just one of the more random big time announcements Nebraska's come up with and you think about what this means I mean it's almost like a home game revenue for the university because they're gonna get a cut of this and I think it's going to open up a lot of other discussions that I'll get into next, but um, this is going to be cool. I mean, even if you're not a Garth Brooks fan, I think you're going to want to be in Lincoln. You're going to want to be down here just to experience that type of concert, that type of energy in Memorial Stadium. Well, and you look around, I mean, how many other college campuses have been doing stuff like this? Like Boulder has concerts all the time at Folsom Field. Or, and, uh, you know, there's there's other concerts around in, in, in collegiate stadiums that uh, have been capitalizing on this type of thing uh, for, for years now. And what is this, the first musical concert or musical act in Memorial Stadium some, since the 80s or late 70s or something like that? Since so, Farm Aid in like yeah. 19, 87. Yeah, yeah. 1987. So, Our friend Steve Sipple went to that, he told me. <laughs> Of course yeah. he did. <laughs> but so, I mean, like, I just, I don't understand why this is something that Nebraska hasn't been doing for a while. It makes total sense. And you talk about being able to recruit some of that uh, revenue that you lost over the past year. This is a fantastic I'll, idea. I'll let Nate go here, but I'll tell you why they probably haven't been doing it for a while next. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah. I mean, to me, it just signifies it's one more, one more step towards getting back to normal. I, I think that this basically, if you're, if you're going to be selling 90,000 tickets to Garth Brooks in mid-August, then that pretty much lets you know that it's going to be a packed house in Memorial Stadium every every home game for the, the 2021 season. So, uh, yeah, I think, like you said, whether you're a country music fan or not, uh, first of all, Garth Brooks puts on a heck of a performance. Second of all, this is one step back, you know, towards uh, being normal. So I think it's going to be a place for, you know, a lot of people are going to want to get those tickets. Well, and here's why the elephant in the room on why you probably haven't had concerts like this at Nebraska alcohol. I mean, Mm -hmm. what what is I mean, that's the elephant in the room here moving forward on this event, this event, Um, because I'm venturing to guess typically concerts with 90,000 people that big are going to have have an alcohol presence. And we know the longstanding policies at the University of Nebraska. They don't serve alcohol in Pinnacle Bank Arena for Husker games. They do for everything else. They don't serve alcohol at Haymarket Park. They do for everything else that happens there. And obviously 
at Memorial Stadium in the stadium. They don't even in the sky boxes in the in the club seats. Now across the street in the privately member owned Champions Club, they have alcohol. Um, so I am going to be really curious how this is addressed. Is this kind of the precursor to slowly rolling in alcohol at different things. And I don't, for the record, I don't expect them to sell alcohol in the stadium. But what I do expect is a very large tent or presence around the stadium um, where you can, you can get drinks. And what I do expect is a very big premium placed on those parking spots around Mm -hmm. the stadium with massive fun tailgate parties. And our neighbors here outside the Husker online offices in the rail yard are going to really benefit uh, from this. And I mean, who knows? Pinnacle Bank Arena could be utilized as a spillover party area. I mean, this is going to be one of the largest concerts and events, obviously, in this state's history. Yeah, for sure. And, you know, I guess as far as selling beer in the in the stadium, obviously, the infrastructure is just not there. I mean, they don't have the beer taps. They don't have any of that set up. So twist would, off. But and then if you if you do the twist off bottles, you almost have, a, have to have a truck. I exactly. Because I mean, you need a lot of space to keep all that. For 90,000 people, that's a lot of twist off bottles. So <laughs> that's a lot you of know, trucks full of yeah, beer. Yeah. So, I mean, there's a lot of logistics involved in doing that. But, I mean, Bill Moose has been relatively, I mean, not vocal, but, you know, he's kind of insinuated that that's something that, I mean, he wouldn't be totally opposed to. But there are also very influential people around this state and university and athletic department that are very much against the idea of selling alcohol. And some of those campus. people were against gambling. Yes, they are. And, and, and gambling is passed in <laughs> so, Nebraska. So, so this has kind of been sign I mean, the times. Maybe it's been Nate, a pretty breakthrough year in that sense um, with the gambling in the state. And I mean, the war horse casino is going mm-hmm. to be built, um, which will be the largest casino in Nebraska a miles from Memorial stadium. And the potential of having a presence of alcohol, maybe not in the stadium, but served in licensed tents potentially by the university. Well, yeah, and it, you know, it might be a good test run or, or, or I don't know if you want to call it a dry run or a wet run or whatever you want to call it. <laughs> but I mean, this might be, you know, this might be a chance to kind of see what it, what it would be like, you know, if, if people can, if, if they could handle it, if people can handle uh, having, having alcohol at a, at a Nebraska football game. But, and I don't know that it would be all that hard to, to move in, you know, mobile, I don't know if, if they're called mobile like kegerators or, or mobile taps of some sort to the existing, you know, concession stands in the concourses. I mean, something tells me that you could figure it out pretty, pretty easy. They wouldn't have to be, you know, strictly, you know, twist off, you know, aluminum bottles or whatever. So, you know, I, I think that uh, I think this is a good opportunity for people to get together and figure out how to make it work and see if it makes sense to do down the road. The problem with the Memorial Stadium is I don't know if it's built to have 90,000 people really drinking yeah. with, 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 with the with, bathroom situation is difficult enough and, with you know pepsi products and enter, <laughs> enter, entering and exiting your seat and exactly. i mean i i just don't even want to think about some of the things you might see around that stadium <laughs> that you know especially with, if it's like a three and a half hour show like mm-hmm. garth brooks typically puts on mm-hmm. so yeah and, and then you get the scenario of and bill moose is he he said this once on his radio show. What then? What you get are people that will just take four or five beers and slam them before they come back in the stadium. You well, know, yeah. 
And, and that, that's, I mean, that's what's going to happen. I mean, if they have a tent presence, a tailgating presence, a Champions Club presence, a rail yard presence, you're going to, before you go in the stadium, you're going to go to gate 25 or whatever and say, give me three Bud Lights, and you're going to be one, two, three, and you're going to run in the stadium. And is, is that really safe? Well, and there's going to be a lot of creative ways to sneak booze into the stadium as well, where, you know, you hide bottles in your coat and all that stuff. So, uh, yeah. sir, it's August 14th. Yeah. <laughs> Why are you wearing a giant down coat? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I mean, that's the thing. Like, people are gonna get uh, get sauced up no matter what because it's a it's a fun concert and it's Garth Brooks and uh, his following generally likes to have. A pretty well, this good is time. gonna bring people from all over the Midwest, not just mm-hmm. Nebraska. Yeah. yeah, I mean, yeah, you're gonna have people not not just from all corners of the state, but yeah, you're probably gonna draw people from Kansas and Missouri and Iowa, South Dakota. I mean, there's gonna be a lot of a lot of people that that come to <laughs> that want to come to this concert. Um, you know, and like, like we've mentioned with 90,000 tickets, you know, that's what three, four times the, you know, the size of, of uh, pinnacle bank when they, when they put tickets up for sale for a concert. I mean, um, this is the eighth home game yeah, yeah. essentially for Nebraska. Yeah, I mean, they're, they're going to get a four to $5 million, maybe potential revenue because I'm guessing Garth Brooks is going to get a huge chunk of this money mm-hmm. as he should, but Nebraska is going to get a huge chunk of this money too. And it, it's going to almost play as like the eighth home game. That Nebraska tried to boot Oklahoma for. They would have had nine home games at that point. If, <laughs> if, uh, but it's going to be just a great way to roll in. I mean, just the. I'm just thinking about the buzz that weekend or that 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 time it's going to bring with the start of the football season, students back on campus, hopefully the mask mandate long gone, and ninety thousand people at a Garth Brooks concert. Yeah, I mean it's it's going to be that time of year again. It's going to be a a great kickoff event. And you compare something like this to DJ Cool playing. <laughs> Let me clear my throat in front of a, a handful of students. Like, I mean, look how far we've come. Remember Lee Greenwood? Nate, yeah, and, I remember uh, that. He's saying, um, "Proud to be an American," America. or "God bless America." Yeah, yeah. But that was at the end of the game, or was because it, it wasn't the national anthem at the beginning. No. It was at the end. Yeah, and he played a couple songs at least. Yeah, so, and I think Larry the Cable Guy was the last like entertainment act, and that was what two thousand nine or something like that. So yes, it's been a little while. I'm showing my age, but I was at Tom Green. And that, that was the homecoming what act. What a great idea that was. In his peak, Tom Green came into Memorial Stadium and did a homecoming stand-up act that was brought in by the university. And they must have not really researched Tom Green very well, but he made the real little Red get out of his costume. And Tom Green put himself in the costume. And then Rick Schwieger, the former public address, the, the, the original public address announcer really for the stadium at that time, Little Red pretended like he was performing acts with Rick Schwieger. Oh, boy. And Tom Green also physically touched some of the Scarlet Dan. I mean, it was a nightmare. And the university had to send, like, public apologies out. I don't think they have to worry about that yeah, with Garth. No. But- <laughs> nope. Yeah, so there's been some fun times here, and I think this one is going to, you know. That one slipped by administration because once that was going on, I was a freshman in college, and I was like, I mean, I was like, whoa. And that was pre-cell phone camera day, obviously, and whatnot. But the cancel culture would have been all over Tom Green in 99 when he came here. Yeah, I just don't understand how nobody does research on what that guy made his living on. Watch watch the show for like 10 minutes. He's literally like made a career off shock value and you bring him in to perform. He put himself in the little red outfit and got on top of the public address announcer. 
Oh boy. With the microphone on. So yeah. All right. When we come back, we're going to talk about football things. And Nebraska has put out the long awaited testing marks, combine marks that we have not seen in like 20 years. We've got the vertical, we've got the pro agility here. We're going to talk about that and the transfer portal. You're listening here to the Husker Online Show. <laughs> 